Listener discretion is always advised. Gator don't play no shit. You you feel me? Gator never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what this is. You already know who I am. And if you don't, let me go ahead and introduce myself. My name happens to be Justice. I produce the best solo produced podcast in California. I don't know what to tell you. This is the Justice in the Peace podcast. What's going on, peoples? What's going on, my, my beautiful peoples and some of you ugly motherfuckers included? Listener discretion was uh, advised at the top of the show. I do use foul language, and I also have a potty mouth, so if you don't like it, flavorful, get 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 out of the get out of the way, please. Um, I cannot even begin on where it is I should begin. I don't know how to start this podcast today because there are too many goddamn things going on and I don't mean God is damn but damn God what's going on on this marble I'm confused at times I am lost most of the time I find my way when I talk shit out so today I want to just talk about a few things that just happen to be dropping through, through the feed through the hemisphere but once again my name is Justice. I'm quite the peaceful individual, but I never had a problem breaking you bitches right back into the pieces that that bitch spit out. I do this shit daily. You may not like what I say, but I promise you, you will replay me. Let's start the motherfucking show. Man, I mean, it's Black History Month. I mean, who doesn't know that? I mean, I, I often... I often think to myself, I'm pretty sure this is the one month that most white people say, fuck, if we don't get it bad all year, damn it, we're gonna get it bad this month. And and the truth of the matter is this, your great, great, great grandparents asked for that shit. This is what they wanted, right? They they dog the shit out of people and people come back to talk bad about you. That happens right now. Even if you don't dog the shit out of people, people are going to find a way to talk bad about you. That's just the nature of being a human being. Now, I don't mean to talk shit about nobody or to particularly point my finger at any individuals in um, any area or group or lifestyle. But I did say on one of my previous podcasts that it's a possibility that a lot of these guys who present themselves to be gay may not be what they say. Now, let me play this for you right now. And listen, I don't give a fuck what you do, but when you act like a wolf in sheep's clothing, I have to act like the hider. I'm just trying to protect the pack. Listen to this, all right? Uh, so this is really a message for myself. You know, this is my personal Instagram. All right, now this is popular clothing designer Gregory Wright. He seemingly denounces homosexuality while sharing his spiritual journey. I know that any male living is my brother and we should not fornicate with each other. Well, 
Some of us knew that already, but um, I'm not going to subtract from your spiritual finding. I do understand, though, that this is a easy way for some people to gain the likability, to gain the favor of other people because they feel like you're in this specialized category. You have gained this popularity and stuff like that from your sexuality, but then all of a sudden it changes. You're not the same, right? We're not the same persons we were yesterday. At least you shouldn't be the same individual that you were yesterday. I believe that's part of growth. You need to change just a little bit, or you would want to change just a little bit every day and make a little bit of improvement. But to me, I kind of think that this right here is the precursor of something very weird that's going to be happening in our culture. And that's why all of these things are combined together. And when I mean all of these things combined together, I mean all of the alphabet. Because if you're one thing, you're one thing. If you're gonna be gay, aren't you gay forever? If you're gonna be a lesbian, aren't you lesbian forever? If I mean, if you're bisexual, you just do what the fuck you wanna do, right? But if you say that you're gay, ain't you gay? But I don't know, because I don't play on that team. But I'm going to let this guy talk. Do as you do, my friend. I am going to start being more active on here, even though I say that every time. But um, I just wanted to say, as of today, I've chosen to not continue to live my life in sin. In sin. Now, I wouldn't even say that. Because it is not a sin for you to find happiness. I cannot emphasize this enough. I don't care what anyone does sexually. I do think it is terribly bad that right now in this culture, in this climate, that you can take your sexuality and make that something that is not only profitable, branded, but, but it's actually a career for who you fuck and that makes it really weird for children growing up but you guys already know i'm an idiot so continue and i will not engage or try to elude all negative or alluring thoughts about any male i know that isn't this bad for the for the uh gay community though because he did ride the ride the wave you know, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm not even trying to be funny. He did, can I say, the rainbow? He was in the rainbow community, and now he is completely saying that it is sinful, and he is denouncing it. Why doesn't he just step to the side and say, I identify as this? Is is that possible? Can you can you say that you just identify as something? Because denouncing uh, uh, his his well, I would say his past practices that would mean that you denounce the whole thing, right? I mean, any male living is I don't know. I'm sorry, my brother. That we shall not fornicate together. That we should not lay with each other as a woman will lay with a man. But if you do, why should we care? who you fucking, who you suck, or what it is that you do. That's my thing. I don't care. If you want to do what you do, do what you do. Just don't make it seem like you're special because you do what it is that you do. But um, I do recognize my journey, and I recognize me and my 
understanding with why I had to go through what I had to go through and why I had to choose that battle as my battle. Cause we I don't think it's a battle. I mean, you like what you like, right? I mean, okay, let's theoretically, let's just think to ourselves. If, if, should we judge people for what they like? Now, I'm not saying that this is a chicken sandwich and that's a hamburger, but why do people who eat hamburgers and chicken sandwiches not have like this big thing going back and forth? Like, it shouldn't be a big thing if you like chicken sandwiches or hamburgers. We both like to eat, motherfucker. We just like to eat different things. I have many different battles. What's up, y'all? So this is really a message for my so this is really a okay, message. Okay, brother, I'm happy for you no matter what it is that you choose to do in life. I don't think that you should be judged for that at all. My thing is that, you know, uh, I do, I mean, I do not hope that any community comes for this young guy. Let him live. Let him do his thing. I'm not coming for you. I'm happy if you happy if you like it. Motherfucker, I love it. It's just as simple as it gets. You know, it, it, it used to be simpler. Days used to be, I don't know if it was longer or shorter. They seemed like they were longer because you didn't have to work so damn hard to pay so much in rent. But that's besides the point. What I was talking about was a simpler time. Like, you know, hey, bruh, you got a strap. Yeah, man, you got a strap. Yeah, you got a strap. When you say a strap, you might be talking about a dick. But when you say a dick, you might be talking about a strap. So right now, I don't know if somebody is gonna get fucked or if somebody is gonna get shot. I'm confused. Somebody please help me out. Because these niggas are too comfortable with shit I'm uncomfortable with. You hear how they, the rap songs they got? The young nigga said he jumped out the car with two dicks on. Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I got two dicks on me. Whoa, we get Whoa. them dicks off that young man. Yeah. The other nigga said he had to dick with the nuts on it. I just turned that shit off. What the fuck? You know, this, this shit part of the Me Too movement and shit. <laughs> like, how you ask a nigga to borrow it, though? I, I, need a dick. Yeah, I got some beef, bro. I got to come pick the dick up. Oh. Is that real? I have, uh, hey, hey. Send me, you guys send me stories and stuff like that. Is that real? I wonder, is that real? Like, if you normalize telling another man to hand you the dick, I mean, I didn't tell anybody to do that. I, I, I'm just saying, not the strap or anyway, let me just, just go ahead and leave that the fuck alone. I don't know what to do with it. I, literally. I don't know what to do with a lot of things. I'm a very, very retarded individual. One person that I do know knows how to do a lot with a little bit is a lady, a very educated lady, a lady who a lot of people have been taught that they should just not listen to, that she's just not on our side. Well, Black History Month in the future will be written about this lady. I promise you one thing. We are witnessing, like I said before in previous podcasts, we are now the pencil holders of the books of history. What it is that we decide to do from now on, 
will reflect what it is that comes out in the future. And what Candace Owens, Candace Owens does, I'm sorry, Miss Lady, I, I, I do a lot of these podcasts, things fumble and bumble. But yeah, Candace Owens will be remembered in history for every time that she gets on any one of these news stations and they try to challenge her brilliance, her integrity, or her intelligence, she cuts they ass down like a tree. Easily, there is no question asked. Listen to this right here. We know that there is assault on women's health care rights, things just, like that. Just, just, yeah. I hate this, this selective feminism that we hear on the left all the time, okay? Because it's not a feminism but issue. But it is. When you're going out and attacking women, you're not. I'm not done. I'm not done, okay? You are not a feminist. This is not defensible whatsoever. And you sit here and you say this I'm sorry, because what? you care about mothers. Why don't you refocus some of that energy to the black community? They've been having their families separated. In fact, it's subsidized in the black community. You appreciate single motherhood. You are giving more money to families for fatherless absence. I think the black community has had enough of you guys being selectively outraged for parents of illegal immigrants, but not for the parents of the black community who have been separated from their family for about six decades. All right, and later- I, 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 you cannot say nothing, but you know what Karen's going to do? Do you know what she's going to do? She's going to try. Try it out, lady. I just want to point out, ladies, Candace. I just want to point out, let's keep this civil. I believe I was keeping it civil, and then Candace told me that I wasn't a feminist. I also believe that Candace doesn't speak I for the entire... You weren't. I you said did. You okay, ladies, said ladies, that. ladies, ladies, I, I, I said the left. I didn't say you, Jessica, you, so don't make it personal. No. I said the left. It's selective feminism on the left that we're seeing. We know that... See what I mean? When it, see, that is the beautiful, beautiful thing of, of having a vocabulary. Mine's is limited. It is selective. It's quite, prim- it's quite primitive the most but when you get to fucking with somebody on that level you are going to get infuriated probably mad especially because your brain knows that you can understand every single word that it is that she's saying to you but you can't rise up to the level that it is that she's at so you use rage anger and physicalities i know that white bitch wanted to jump through that screen and try to grab candace she probably would have got her ass whooped no matter what it is that you think about Candace, she still is a sister, and, and, and I just I have to take my hat off and bow. I don't do that often, but damn it, the history books will reflect on what it is that Candace Owens is providing to the community, whether you like it or not. Now on into other different fucking crazy shit that goes on in the world. I mean, a lot of people are always concerned about what other people think, how other people feel. Well, well, what does he think of me? How do they feel about me? But most of the time, you know, that's not even what's going on. Everybody, if not shit, yes, everybody is always going through a little bit of shit in life. And it's fucked up because no matter what it is that we try to do, the human condition always has us stuck in this idea that it's going to get easier. But my guys, it only gets wise. Just prepare yourself accordingly. I'm looking for a post as I bullshit and I cannot locate it and it is infuriating me just a little bit right now. Um, damn it, Kevin, help me out. This is another guy who they'll talk about in the history books. Why's that divorce? My husband got sick with cancer and that what? changed him. Hold on, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What is going on over here again? Why'd y'all divorce? My husband got sick with cancer and that changed him. What? Uh, 
Cancer doesn't change people. My grandfather died of cancer, bitch. And it changed the dynamics of our marriage. Okay. He had a form of chemo, which is called BCG. It's an injection. I know. That, I know um, what cancer is. I'm a cancer survivor. I did not know that. Okay. Uh, and who filed for divorce? I did. Dirty bitch. Why? He became mentally, emotionally, and financially abusive. And he was okay, okay, hold on now. Rest in peace to to to, to the OG. Uh, now I don't even want to call him OG to that distinguished gentleman. Um, what the fuck? What do you mean? At death's doorstep, are you supposed to be? Uh, I mean, I, that's a that's. I mean, it's great if you can be, if you can hold that composure, but I would only, I could only, uh, please, I don't want to die. Let me knock on, not soon. Uh, uh, I could only imagine at death's doorstep, what the fuck that must be like. And then you got this bitch that's like, oh, yep. She might have been just like, he going to die any day, any day now, any day the motherfucker going to pass. You got to be careful with who it is that you decide to fuck with in life. It was he was being injected with poison he was going through quite a bit so you know what he's allowed to go through some so after, yeah, i did okay I, I i would never leave anybody like that because i would hate to be left like that right. well you also wouldn't admit openly that you would leave somebody like that that's just like when you catch somebody cheating but you don't catch somebody cheating like you got all of the motherfucking here saying all this and all that but until you get that physical evidence it's not like they're gonna tell you you know what you got everything but this one little thing i was cheating it doesn't work like that you're not gonna get on this guy's show or on any show for that matter you're not even gonna tell your friends the truth like that maybe one every one of y'all got a little dirty ass friend but you're not gonna get openly on you're not gonna be that open with the world about you saying like, yeah, hell yeah, I would leave that motherfucker as soon as he drop 150 pounds and he got to go to chemo and dialysis, I'm out. No, you wouldn't say that. All right, right. Things not so, a doctor's uh, appointment. So are you I'm working with. right now? Currently, yes. Okay. And how she got a job? How tall are you? I'm 5'4". She's a little thing. How much do you weigh? 180. Goodbye. All right. From the OG, not from me. All love. History books will be reflected on what it was that he contributed also. No matter what it is that I say, people just don't understand it. They need to stay in school. You should have stayed in school. Even though I didn't stay in school, I do want people to at least get a high school diploma. Because when you don't get a high school diploma, most of the time you can't read. And if you can't read, you probably can't count. And if you can't count, you don't know if your boss owe your motherfucking ass money or not. If you don't have no money from working all day, you can't get the brand new Offset and Cardi B Valentine's Day themed McDonald's meal. Isn't that what we all want for relationship goals? To go ahead and stack those motherfucking calories down our jaws, down our throats, and into our bellies with that meat that doesn't decompose for over 30 fucking years. I mean, if you don't believe me, just don't believe me. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. There is a Offset in Cardi B Valentine's Day themed McDonald's meal. 2023 
is already shaping up to be some crazy shit. Now, on my Instagram post, I posted this this very odd uh uh, imagery of this lady who looked like Emma Watson. I don't know if it really was Emma Watson. I do know that that lady who was under Emma Watson, she pulled the whole sheet off of her motherfucking like the skin, the the. It's like some 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 uh uh. Fuck what that that plastic shit, the some plastic skin shit, latex. My bad. Some latex. Uh, skin on this lady breasts and everything she yanks it off her face now once i put that on my instagram page like people started sending me some other shit like some weird shit different different uh stars and stuff i don't know if it's real i don't know if it's fake but one thing that i do know is real is that uh the vice president kamala she has a motherfucking bull mastiff for a motherfucking head, boy. That motherfucker is wide, and she's beige, and she's got the jawbones and shit. But my nigga, her neck. Yeah, her neck. There's a picture that's floating around the internet. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm pretty sure a lot of you people have not. But they focus on that wrinkle right where her Adam's apple is at. And my guy... To say the least, it looks very similar to the latex skin wear that those other motherfuckers was pulling off of their neck. What I'm trying to say is that this year, already, second month, two weeks in already, it is shaping up to be some wild shit. And, and I'm not talking about you know, a deer shitting in the forest and you coming across shit in the wild. I am talking about some shit in the middle of the floor at the DMV wild. That is some wild shit. I don't know what else is going to come on next, but I do know it's going to be some wild shit. Lady, take it away from it, please. You guys are going to want to pay attention to this. Right. Breaking news, February 8th, 2023. The title of this article is How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. The author of this article is an established investigative journalist who won a Pulitzer Prize back in 1970 for his expose on the massacre in My Lai, Vietnam. He has also been a staff writer for The New Yorker and The New York Times. You can find the whole link to this article on my Instagram story right now, um, but I'm going to read you a couple quotes that I found very fascinating. Before we go over those quotes, let me just show you what we're looking at, the location of these pipelines and how they stretch from Russia down into Germany. The red line indicates Nord Stream 1 and the yellow is Nord Stream 2. We also see a number of naval and air bases for the Norwegian military. Quote number one, it says this, over the next several meetings, the participants debated options for an attack. The wait, wait, what the fuck is going on? What attack? Navy proposed using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force discussed dropping bombs with delayed fuses that could be set off remotely. The CIA argued that whatever was done, it would have to be covert. The CIA, submarines, pipelines, 2023. Everyone involved stood this, understood the stakes. This is not kiddie stuff, the source said. If the attack were traceable to the United States, it's an act of war. Quote number two. Okay, um, before you go on, and I, I know you're listening to this intently, trying to figure out what's going on. So am I. Um, 
there is a thing that needs to be done about this sourcing. It's great that there are so many motherfucking reporters out there and the information is spreading out. But we have learned like that whole Trump thing that was going on with the PP tape and the shit tape and the prostitutes and all that shit. Like depending on who your source is, the information that it is that you're receiving, it could be deliberately sent to you to throw you in the wrong direction. So I'm not sure if all of what she's saying is completely true and I do have to look into it. But it is to be noted. Throughout all of this scheming, the source said, some working guys in the CIA and the State Department were saying, don't do this. It's stupid and will be a political nightmare if it comes out. Nevertheless, in early 2022, the CIA working group reported back to Sullivan's interagency group. We have a way to blow up the pipelines. What came next was stunning. On February 7th, less than three weeks before the seemingly inevitable Russian invasion of Ukraine, Biden met in his White House office with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, who, after some wobbling, was now firmly on the American team. At the press briefing that followed, Biden defiantly said, quote, If Russia invades, there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. Twenty days earlier, Undersecretary Newland had delivered essentially the same message at a State Department briefing with little press coverage. Quote, I want to be very clear to you today, she said in response to a question. If Russia invades Ukraine one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. Now, this is something with oil, I think. And it's getting very fucking boring to me, so it must be getting boring to you. I don't know. It sounds like something was going on. She's alleging that 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 I guess the invasion of Ukraine had something uh, uh, to do as a cover for a strike on a pipeline. I think that's what it is that she's saying. But like I said, the bad part about doing this thing, this this beautiful podcast of mine, is that sometimes I don't listen to the full clip. And I had to grasp that information just right off the top of my damn head. Anyway, lady, thank you for your submission. Thank you for your submission to the internet. And that is coming to you from Agent of the Way off of TikTok. Now, um, you know, I love facts. They're indisputable, and you already know where facts lead us. They lead us into the truth, but most of the time, it begins with the facts. And you know who's a master at facts? A guy. One guy in particular. He calls those things that it is that he reports on morbid. So right now, here's another morbid facts. These are some morbid facts about the Wizard of Oz. Actor Buddy Epson was originally casted to play the Tin Man, but he had to be replaced only nine days into filming. His silver makeup was made of pure aluminum, which got into his lungs and nearly killed him. What? So the, the, the original Tin Man was made of real silver that got into his lungs and it almost killed him. What? Hey man, Hollywood has always been on some weird shit. I'm sorry, continue. While filming the movie, 16-year-old Judy Garland was put on quite the extreme diet. It consisted of chicken soup, coffee, and roughly 80 cigarettes per day. All of the- What? They had her smoking 80 cigarettes a day? Bruh, that's four packs of cigarettes, my nigga. My guy, my friend, uh, uh, whatever it is that you motherfuckers want to get called. She was smoking f fucking four packs of cigarettes a day. Is there enough time for you to smoke four packs of cigarettes a day? What else terrible was going on on this damn 
fucking movie shoot. The fake snow used in the poppy field scene was 100% pure asbestos. Shit. During filming, one of the actors accidentally jumped on top of the dog playing Toto. Fuck that dog. Harry the Terrier suffered a sprain in his whittle foot and had to be hospitalized for two weeks. Fuck his whittle foot. No, no, no. Yes. It's not a hanging munchkin. Damn. It's just a bird. The suit worn by the cowardly lion was made out of real lion skin and fur. Several Stop! So the the lion in the real Why hasn't Peter tried to don't take this movie down? Take this movie down. Don't take this movie down. The lions were killed in order to make the costume look as realistic as possible. Wow. These are so That is great. That is greatly fucking terrible. But like I said, Hollywood has been on some weird shit for a long time. And they're constantly recruiting people. Someone else has has a, a, a theory that they have bagged one of the newest, hottest, uh, trending artists that has just now taken over the internet. And I'm talking about the one, the 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 only, the the Gliz Gobbler. The 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 does she like the the, the golden shower? I don't know, but we do know that if you come, she will eat it. Glorilla. We'll be back with part three. And like I said, this can be seen as it's your old pal back again one more time. Now, this guy here is spot on. Exactly. He, he done figured it out. Well, here's the thing we've been talking about. Ishtar was recovered in an egg in 2003. Everybody knows the story that I tell. I'm not bragging, but I am the only person on TikTok or anywhere else. I told everybody where they found her, how she was found. Uh, just it, it's it's the Lord's uh divine appointment. That's all it is. Jesus Christ's uh, appointment. Okay. Wait. What? What? What is going on? Anyhow, Ishtar is the queen of Memphis. Memphis is a city in Egypt, and tonight we're going to reveal on Global Watchman News podcast who the egg was really for, and you saw my story. But um, I hope that this creator contacts me. I love to hear more about what he has to say, um, but he's spot on that the whole egg in Memphis, everything is Ishtar. Everything is Ishtar. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. Everything. What is Ishtar? I'm going to have to Google this shit. I didn't know. Like I said, I don't know what this shit is going to be about. Is the worship of her, the egg, the rabbit, the transgender, um, everything is, that's it. That's, she is back on the scene. She is the whore of Babylon. Whoa! Who is that? What the fuck is going on? And she is back on the scene. Where's she been at? Okay, when when did she start on the scene? How long was she on the scene? Uh, if she's the whore, does she have a pimp? Uh, I, I need information. And they're either using this to, to power the ritual or it's been completed. They had the earthquake in Turkey. Okay, they're doing it to power the ritual or it's been completed. Now, do you need to power the ritual for it to be completed? And if it's completed, do you still need to power the ritual? Um, yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, something is going the fuck's on. Something is going on, but I knew Ishtar's back. 
Ishtar. 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 I got to look that shit up. I don't know what it is. I don't like that broad. She has been on my mind very heavy lately in the last... I wonder, is there a woman named Ishtar? Is there a woman named Ishtar that, that could have... Okay, I'm not making fun of, of what he's saying. I'm just... If there's a real woman named Ishtar, he, um, she has to... I'm sorry. She has to hate these these uh TikToks, whatever the fuck's going on, because I know people are contacting her. The internet is crazy. Last few months... I may or may not have been around her. What? Wait, wait, wait. So, so Ishtar, you hate her, and she's the whore of Babylon, or some shit like that. And you may or may not have been around her. Do you? Would you recognize her if you saw her? Could you tell us what she looks like in case we see her? So, th these are the times to pay attention. And it's getting it's getting incredible. Yes, this is getting incredibly confusing. I, I don't know what's going on, but but this guy, when I seen the clip of the first bit, this must be some other shit. It went into that. I don't know what that is. The Ishtar shit, I don't know. If you do know, send me something about something, because I don't know nothing about the damn thing. I, I'm just... I say it all the time. I'm a motherfucking idiot. Now, I got something sent to me, and I'm in the process of looking for that right now. But I believe it was the story of this this young lady who who met her her uh who met her dream husband. I'm pulling I'm pulling it right now. Um, 24 year old woman plans to have two kids with the 85 year old husband. Says she caught feelings before knowing his age. I couldn't tell by looking at him. Now she says that she don't know that this old ass white man was 85 years old. Let me guess, you thought that he was your junior, huh? That's what, that's what you thought, you thought, hey, 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 stop lying. Miss Lady, stop lying, ain't nothing wrong with this. Let's go ahead and give it what it needs right now. See, this is a winning aspect of life because you know what? She's taking one for the team and you know what? He's gonna die swinging for the team. Cause once she backs that ass up like a juvenile song on his old white ass, she's gonna do one of two things. She's gonna give him a heart attack or she's gonna break both of those frail ass brittle hips. It's just a beautiful damn thing. And then when he passes away, hopefully, he loves her enough to include her in the world to leave her a home so that then she can eliminate the process of generational motherfucking non-wealth. Right? 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 And he gets to say that he stirred the coffee one time. Right? I mean, I don't know. Everybody wins. I like to, both of them, give them, I, 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 I could applaud for the whole show. I would. It's a beautiful thing when you find love. It's a sad thing if you never have had it. But you know what's even worse? Losing love. 
when you lose love, you, 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 you can't, you, a piece of you dies in every relationship that you, you break up in. And I think the older that you get, you understand how valuable it is to have not only a soulmate, but a confidant it is that you can trust with not only your dreams, but sometimes your nightmares. And I know if I get to motherfucking 78 and I'm by myself, I shall be a smarter man. Gosh, that would be a nice time. But I know who else got some shit going. Open today. Patty. Now, Patty LaBelle. Yes, Patty was on the Jennifer Hudson show. And she said that she's open to dating again at 78. She said she too good to be solo. Now, I heard that, Auntie. I heard the fuck out of that. Patty, Jennifer, could you please, please do what it is you queens do? Well, sort of, kind of. Um, how old am I, 78? No, Stop lying, girl. You know you ain't nobody 78 looking like you a good 52, 60, good 52, 54. Stop playing with me. Man. All right. Yeah. yeah I, I was married for 32 years uh -huh. to a wonderful man. Valentine's Day is coming up. You, you open to dating? Well, sort of, kind of. Um, how old am I? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was longer than that. But this is coming to you from Hollywood Unlocked, Keisha Gale. Now, after being off the market for a while, iconic singer Patti LaBelle is ready to get back into the dating game and find love. The cookbook author appeared on the Jennifer Hudson show where she was asked if she was open to dating. Now, you heard Patti LaBelle say, well, sort of, kind of, how old am I? She continued, she was married. Now, if you want to read the whole, the whole article, go over to Hollywood Unlocked. They always got something for you to check the fuck out. Congratulations to Patty, man. I ain't mad at you. Do what it is that you do to skate through life. And speaking on skating through life, I know a lot of people are shoe heads. I'm not. Don't too much really care about no damn shoes. As long as I can get there uh, comfortably. I'm, I'm about comfortable. Comfortable fitting right now in my life. But I saw these shoes. No lie. I don't even, I don't know why they popped up on my feed. Maybe because I was around some shit. I do not know. But I know these shoes popped up on my thing. And I said, huh, I think lazy is the new workout. Check this shit out. Moon walkers are the world's fastest shoes that allow you to walk at the speed of the run. An average human walks about three miles, or probably slightly under three miles per hour. With moon walkers, you'd be able to go at seven miles per hour. They work by strapping over your everyday shoes, and then you just start walking. The faster you walk, the faster they go. The slower you walk, the slower they stop. Okay, so you could strap this onto your Jordans, your Adidas, your, uh, 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 what else is your New Balances, your, uh, Fila's, your Skechers. You could just strap this on, and this guy has done exactly that. Listen to what he says. It's just that easy. Oh. Workers, uh, the world's it feels dangerous. Now, in the comments, it says, yeah, that's all fine and dandy until you fall at 250% walking this is true you're gonna fall bust your ass next thing you know you don't want to sue these people because you think that you could glide around this motherfucker like you michael jackson going forward now that's just educational shit for me not for you but this next one this is very educational you know how i said stay in school 
Well, that's part of the old doctrine. I think that we need to exactly do what it is that the old doctrine says, and that's examine the schools. This guy right here is going to break it down to a level that most people I have not heard broken it down to. Instead of understanding things, this is more of a understand. Now, listen. The underground structure of the Board of Education. Everybody's been talking about school and education. Well, in etymology, the word education comes from the word educere, which means to bring out of you what's in you. Schools don't do that. Schools give you something and you regurgitate it back. And that's how you get an A. This is called the 1902 Board of Education Act, okay? The endowment was given by John D. Rockefeller and Andrew Carnegie. They gave $30 billion. They actually owned the public school system. The public school system is owned by the Rockefellers. Huh. Okay, and I'm going to read to you what their mission was. It says, prior to the late 1800s, education was private practice that took place in private institutions or through homeschooling. See that? See that? Now, education was a private thing. I wonder why they made it an international thing, a thing that is so greatly leaned upon that if your child doesn't go to school, you can go to jail. Why? That all changed in 1902 when John D. Rockefeller created the General Education Board in conjunction with Frederick T. Gates. Now, who was Frederick T. Gates? Who is Frederick T. Gates? Who is that? Have you ever heard of Bill? Huh, let me think. Bill Murray? Uh, Bill Bellamy? Uh, no, which Bill? That's Frederick T. Gates is his grandfather. So this is what Frederick T. Gates said. Let me skip. Albert Einstein said, never confuse education with intelligence. John D. Rockefeller said, I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. So at the advent of the, of the Industrial Revolution, okay, at its inception, they had to create workers. See? So everything that it is that you've ever been taught in the school is to make sure that you could go ahead and follow instructions when you didn't either rise above that bubbling point that they know most people won't. It's, it's school. It's school. It is like he said. They tell you something. If you can remember it and regurgitate it back, you regurgitate it back. You sound intelligent. You sound smart. But that—that's not it. That it's not. It's just not it. These motherfuckers have found a way to make the education education system condition not only us and the children previous before us into becoming workers. Yes, workers. Are you at work? I'm pretty sure you probably are. Uh, where did you go to school at? Probably not at home. Huh. I wonder, is that... Is that real? Is it, I don't know. I know one thing is real. That people like to eat ass. Yes. Let's go right there. Let's get right into the asshole, the hole of the ass. Okay? People like to eat ass. And it's really funny to me that right now they're making fun of this, uh, uh, of this, 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 this kid, uh, uh, Kai Sanad, because this lady stuck her hand in her ass. And then she fed him a banana. Now, I know a lot of guys who wouldn't give a fuck if that's what she did. 
I just don't understand why it's a headline. Truthfully, I don't even understand why I'm bringing it up to you. I just know that it was sent to me and someone must have thought that I was going to talk about this shit. But hey, you know what? Some people eat booty. They actually eat the booty like groceries. But like I said, most of the time, I found this thing from earlier I was saying, most of the time, people were all in our own heads. But this guy right here, he sets that straight really, really well. Go ahead, dude. Um, Hello. What's up, man? So, I just like to uh, take this uh, opportunity to let you know that regardless of all the hor horrible, terrible things going on in your life, regardless of all the mistakes that you've made, I just want you to know that no nobody else is really paying attention to what's going on in your life. They're too worried about themselves to be worried about you. So, if you're like sitting there thinking, oh, I'm such an embarrassment, eh, not really. Yep. Everybody's too worried about being embarrassing themselves to know that you're an embarrassment. So yep. everybody else is pretty much messed up too. So you got that going for you. So alright, so obviously Boston Day with all your failures and stuff. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Okay. Bye. You know, I haven't spoken to my middle brother in a while. And when I did used to talk to him, I'd give him this big brother advice. I used to always tell him in the midst of all of his, he doesn't really have a lot of problems, but if he was going through something and he'd ask me a question and I would just see no significance in, in stressing about what it is that he was talking about. And even if I did find significance in stressing on what it was that he was talking about, I would say, bro, this is life. You can't take everything so serious. No one makes it out this motherfucker alive. I met nobody who didn't whooped Father Time's ass. Not one time yet, never. It's never happened. So don't trip on the little things. Because if you trip on the little things, you gotta take time to get up to focus on the big thing again. And the big thing about life is about good company, good love, and the protection of your children, the safety of your children. And if you cannot achieve those three things, you feel like you did something wrong. But sometimes the safety of our children is not actually our fault, especially when we send our children to school. Now, if you don't know how I'm gonna segue into this, listen to this shit right here. When, when, when your child gets on a bus and, and is ready to go to school, there is a chain of custody that happens. You see, your child is in your custody while your child is in your custody. But when your child gets on that school bus, the actual walk from your front door to that bus, at least here in California, your child is in the custody of the school district. Now the school district is completely responsible for whatever happens to your child while your child is in that custody. Now, there have been multiple videos put up of children being slammed by teachers. There have been multiple videos put up by children attacking teachers. There now is going to be somewhere along the lines of video of this next story's video. There's going to be a video of this next story 
going up, and I have a fear that it may become a regular occurrence. Listen. According to the investigator, the bus driver stopped the bus because she thought they were fighting on the back of the bus, but this mother's child was fighting because he was being raped. What the fuck is going on now? Monroe says everything came to light last Tuesday when efforts to track down her son's missing backpack led school officials to look at surveillance video on the bus. Then she got a call. I get to the school and I find out that my son was sexually assaulted. Days of, of questioning, days of talking to my child, the details became more and more graphic each and every time. According to... I mean, I do not understand why we did not hear that that bus driver was fired. Why that school district is not being held accountable. Is there no one that checks these videos every day? You guys talk about needing jobs and stuff like that. Hire somebody to check these motherfucking videos every single day. We all know, at least the people who have kids, who take care of their kids. You can have kids and not take care of the motherfuckers. That's easy to say. But if you have your kids and you take care of your kids, you know as soon as you turn your back, they doing some shit that they ain't supposed to be doing. And if they ain't at home, they definitely doing some shit that they ain't supposed to be doing. And that was just when I was growing up. These kids have other kids that influence them on the fucking phone. So why aren't we checking these videos regularly this right here if we do not adapt to the times the times will swallow everything that kept this shit together we know we were once kids stop acting like motherfuckers wasn't once kids at one time kids are the meanest motherfuckers in the world period and what they see they will repeat and i hate to bring this shit back around but right now what is influencing our kids is a whole different movement on what separates gender and what separates what is supposed to be a standard of normal you, you, you treat everybody how you want to be treated but you don't bully people with your sexuality it sounds like to me just in hyperbole speak, I think that this kid might have thought that this was normal for a second. Especially if everybody is letting it happen and no one is stepping in, maybe because they think it's normal also. So I don't know, but I do know one thing, that if we, if you don't listen to the universe, you'll, you'll miss the signs that come in the stars. It's just like if you're out walking and you see the clouds moving over and they're gray. Motherfucker, it might rain. Don't you take your ass in the house and get something? Or do you just stand in the motherfucking rain? We got to pay attention to these kind of things, you guys, because if we do not, it's only going to worsen. And the more and more that we move towards this equality thing, this acceptance, this utopia of inclusion, as I like to call it, we have to understand that there will be conflictions. And sometimes these conflictions, they shouldn't be argued about. They should be spoken through. Things work better when you're working with a level deck. If we're not speaking out of emotion, if we're not speaking out of hatred, we can get to a lot of different talking points but 
if you are speaking out of emotion and you are speaking out of hatred, sometimes things can come to the head and pop like a pimple. And what I do not want to see is anything pop like a pimple. I don't want to hear about nobody getting popped or anything else like that. But it's very, very obvious that we live in a time right now where human life is not valued so much and i have a story to report very very local very very local here we go very loud too let me stop this music hold on now now this is coming to you from the sacramento county sheriff's department now while out on patrol january 26th Central, Divi Central Division's Charles Watch deputy spotted a vehicle that was carjacked at gunpoint the previous night when they attempted to conduct a vehicle stop. The driver led deputies on a short pursuit through a residential area. The driver appeared to temporarily lose control of the vehicle, and when it came to a stop, he quickly exited, holding what appeared to be a Glock handgun. The deputies responded quickly and calmly, giving the driver clear commands shortly. After he exited, the driver dropped the Glock and surrender. Shit. Dang, I'm, I thought this was a shooting story. Somebody said it was a shooting story. Okay, Central Division Frank watched deputies and K-9 Division assisted with the pursuit. And subsequent felony stopped. The driver was taken into custody without incident. And the recovered Glock was determined to be a pellet gun. So this guy could have died over a pellet gun. This call could have a very different outcome if it were not for the deputy's quick thinking and action. The driver and handgun matched the initial description provided by the victim of the carjacking. We are happy to report, report that the, the vehicle is being returned to the registered owner. Okay, so the real story is that a guy was carjacked and, and, and what happened was he was carjacked by a motherfucker who had a pellet gun. I mean, so so you took somebody else's shit and fucked up somebody else's day and night with a fake gun. Smart and cute. Anyway, you know what else is not cute? Some of the facts of life. And here's another fact of life, that facts are morbid. So that means these are more morbid facts. Here we go. Insane Coincidences, part 20. Michael Jackson had a meeting scheduled at the top of one of the Twin Towers on 9-11. But he was up until three the night before chatting with his mom on the phone. And he I heard this one before on another Morbid Facts. Come on, my guy. Ended up sleeping through the appointment. Mohammed Bashir from Dubai bought a lottery ticket just before boarding an Emirates flight that crashed. But the man survived and proceeded to win $1 million from the ticket. Whoa! So... He bought a, a, a lottery ticket, jumped on a flight to leave the country and the plane crashed and he survived and still got a million dollars. Bruh, wherever you landed at, do not leave that place. Dude, just stay. I know it sounds fucked up. I know it sounds terrible, but stay there. To survive a plane crash, fuck. Perfect solar eclipses are only possible thanks to an insane coincidence. The sun is 400 times bigger than the moon, but also 400 times farther from Earth. Make is that true? 400 times bigger than the moon, the sun is, and 400 times closer to the Earth. Making them appear exactly the same size in the sky. 
A British Marine had the motto, you'll never walk alone, tattooed on his leg before part of it was amputated in Afghanistan. Ooh, IED explosion, I think. As a result, some of his tattoo got cut off and now reads, you'll never walk. Wow, insane. That's insane. You know what else is insane? A lot of things happen over time. You know, people change, people grow up, and, and some people get old. I love to report on some of the old, old, old school people who put together this foundation, uh, uh, this institution of, of black culture in music. And one of those people is the great Smokey Robinson. Now, Smokey's been in the headlines a lot. I know he's dropping a new album. He's got a whole bunch of sexual titles on there, and he was talking about fucking Diana Ross. I mean, he's getting very wild. But this shit right here is crazy. Listen to this. I've never drank or anything like that, except when I was, you know, a young teenager and the boys would buy some beer or something like that. I hated the taste of alcohol. I still do. <laughs> you know, so, so weed was my choice of, of drugs, so I would smoke some weed. Okay, so Smokey used to blaze. I mean, okay. It made Smokey! It makes sense. But, uh, but, uh, I never got off into any cocaine, even though... What did he say? What the, the, the... The cocaina? I grew up in a neighborhood where there was everything. Yeah. Everything you could think of was in my neighborhood, you know. So, uh, but I never dibbled and dabbled in it because, you know, I didn't. it took me a long time to even smoke any weed, you know. Well, so I guess you would sprinkle crack into your weed and smoke it that way? No, it wasn't crack. Thank oh, was, God. Okay. God, just, it was oh, before, just cocaine? Before crack. To just powder. Okay. Thank God it was before crack. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It was, it was you to smoke the Grimmies? It's cocaine. You know, you after that, I started doing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you described yourself as a walking corpse during that time. Yeah. I got to that point. I got to that point, whereas I was just walking around and, uh, you know, I'm 5'11", and I'm walking around, I weigh 120 pounds, and I can't, I don't have any belts or any pants or anything like that that fit me, and I have to take a pen, a safety pen, and I've never drank. Wow, anything. dude. I mean, shit. Smokey, I didn't read. I didn't listen to the whole damn thing. I mean, like I said, people change. And at that age, like he said, he was going through some things. But he made his way out. I'm pretty sure it was some hard times for Smokey throughout all of the changes and things that have happened throughout his life. And I'm not necessarily sure if I'm reading this next article right, but it does seem like something else is changing in the industry right now. And that is that the Atlanta uh, powerhouse quality control is being sold to Scooter Braun's Hybe America for $300 million. Now, I'm not necessarily sure, but I think that this uh, record company is actually uh, the company that controls the Migos. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, this says that uh, this is coming to you from Hollywood Unlocked. By the way, South Korean music company Hive is making a major move into the U.S. music market and hip-hop industry as they, in partnership with Scooter Braun, acquire Atlanta Powerhouse QC Media Holdings, which houses the hip-hop label Quality Control Music. The sale, so this already has happened, the sale was for $300 million. QC Media Holdings was founded in 2013 by CEO Kevin Coach K, 
Coach K. Lee, and Coup Pierre P. Thomas. The music label within the Holdings Company has a roster that currently includes Migos, Little Baby, City Girls, Little Yachty, Lakaya, and etc. As Hive ventures into the U.S., its Hive America umbrella will be led by CEO Scooter Braun, who will oversee the acquisition of QC. Hive America also oversees Braun's SB projects, whose clients include Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, and Kid uh, something. Uh, Hive America also oversees Braun's big machine labor group, whose roster includes Tim McGraw. This guy has a lot on a bunch of shit, is what it's saying. The Scooter Braun guy? Yeah, he's probably worth a lot of money. But yeah, uh, QC, Quality Control, the record label, it, it has been sold. I mean, a lot of shit is going on with the Migos still, even though it's only two of them, a lot of shit is going on. And I, like I said before, I didn't want to see no exchange at all between the young man and the old man. I just don't think that, that, that you know, there can be a level ground of understanding and a communication that will be valuable in between the two different millionaires. I don't. But what I do see now is two OGs talking, and I do hope that since they both gangsters and they both original, they OGs, I guess, right? I do see something possibly positive coming out of the situation with Wack and Prince J talking, because both of them guys understand each other's lingo. They understand each other's boundaries, and I'm pretty sure at their age, they wouldn't want to really war with each other. So I'm hoping that something can be worked out amongst the elders within a sit down, a talk, or even a phone conversation to where nothing else will be spilt in the streets over what has already happened. But yeah, I'm only, I'm just hopeful. I'm an idiot. That's that's the only thing I could, I could really say. I have the article right here where academics is getting his punk ass involved into the shit. Let these guys right here who know how to talk to each other talk to each other. Let them handle what it is that they know how to handle. And if anything else comes of it, let's deal with it right there. But it is still Black History Month. Let us not make history this month by ending someone else's life. Let's give other people life this month. Or let's remember the people who actually give, who actually gave their life for the opportunity for us to pursue pursue our dreams in our life. Can I remind you of MLK and what he really wanted? Can I do that for one second real quickly? Killed him then because you know why? Because Martin Luther King, right before he got assassinated, three months before that, you know what he said to the country? He said, I got to admit, he said, I think I made a big mistake. Yeah. He said, I think I've led black folk into a burning, burning building. Burning building, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And because he says... There's no, you, you, you say you cannot have social integration unless you have economic integration. That's right. Now, we can fight amongst ourselves as much as we want to, but until we actually say that we own something, we don't got nothing. And you cannot have economic integration unless you do what? Unless you redistribute some of these resources into the hands of black folk. And that's when they killed him. Yes, sir. What? Ring it's the truth. It's just the truth. And once we start uh, uh, getting this money flowing within the community, we could actually start to see each other's for what it is that we truthfully are. And that's brothers and sisters instead of uh, 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 foes and ops.
tops. And one thing I want to say is that I have a sense of humor like a motherfucker. I know some people don't necessarily get it, but I am completely tickled with some of the stories that I fucking run on this show. And this next story actually had me fall over because the guy in the story fell the fuck over. Listen to this shit right here. You can't make it up. I'ma show you how to dump a nigga. I'ma show you how to dump a nigga. I'ma show you how to dump a nigga. Now, this guy. <laughs> I'ma show you how to dump a nigga. Now, that song was lit. It was fire. It was the shizit. But the guy who was rapping about showing you how to dump a nigga, he's paralyzed. Okay, and you know they say God works in mysterious ways. And okay, uh, wait, it's not time yet. It's not time. It's not time. Hold on, buddy. It's not time. Now they say God works in mysterious ways, but it's funny how those ways are so mysterious because he's talking about I'm gonna show you how to dump a nigga but he's paralyzed and it's kind of like somebody was standing next to him and said, don't do that and pushed his ass over and he could not get up. He fell face first into the another, into another man's crotch area. Let me show you. Fuck, I got my hands like a rifle. I'm talking heavy, baby. Don't that shit excite you? Pistol on me just in case I gotta light you. Light you on you and pussy. I ain't scared to fight you. Do you stop? What do you do with that? If, okay, is there another rapper who is uh, paralyzed in a chair that he could funk with? Like, because you can't say that to a, a 10 year old kid. Like, if you say that shit to a 10-year-old kid from this generation, they'll push his ass down the stairs. I mean, I mean, it's the, it's the grandson. It's the truth. It, I mean, you know, they say, the guy's saying that he's from Philly and it's an amazing recovery story. Bro, with that talent, be a comedian. No lie, because you can only make one song. And that shit can only go viral for so fucking long. But a comedian with that kind of talent, that is beautiful. But yeah, man, hey, stop. Can we stop the, the 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 kill music? I mean, just just imagine, you know, if you was playing like uh, I don't know, some Sade or 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 maybe maybe some some Mary J. Blige or whatever it is that soothes your soul, and and this happens right here, okay? Hello, it's Megan. Who the fuck is Megan? Is it Meg from Family Guy? Hold on. What the fuck is going on? The ring door cam just went off. What What's going on now? Hello? It's Megan. Megan who? The one with all the awesome stuff for you. Ooh. What kind of stuff? <laughs> Coffee, pussy, and juice. Whoa, Megan came with the wop. Don't stop, Megan. Don't stop. Cigarettes? Next door, honey. 
next door. Oh, man, you turned down Megan's pussy. What the fuck is wrong with you, Bob? I could tell that wasn't a, that wasn't a black man there because uh, Megan is white. You know, hey, say what you want to say. <laughs> Megan, you going next door? Hello? Bye, Megan. Yes. What do you do when that happens? I just, I, I, I want to know, what the fuck do you do when unexpected shit comes to your door? Do you go crazy? Do you lose your shit? I mean, because everybody knows that it is Black History Month, but we also do know that whenever there is Black History Month, some white people like to lose their shit, like these kids right here. <laughs> Now, oh my God, this is terrible, but I don't know if you saw this, um, some white kids were, uh, they were doing blackface, okay? They were doing blackface, and while they were doing blackface, um, they actually decided to record it like the geniuses that it is that this generation is. Shit's gonna follow him, follow them around for the rest of their lives. Um, but they have a society that'll accept that, depending on who it is that they know and all that family shit. Anyway, these kids decided to um, blackface one kid or two kids and then kind of um, segregate them to their room. So, I mean, um, it's it's just something that happens just a little bit so much that now it's normalized. The question, though, here is... is they had to learn this from somewhere, right? And we're always quick to blame the parents for some of the stupidity that it is that 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 we are that, that we see this generation doing. We have to always understand that being dumb is being marketed to our kids like it has never been marketed to any generation before. There is high praise for doing dumb shit. Remember Tide Pods? Do you remember that? Do you remember the Cinnamon Challenge? Do you remember that? Now, I can't just right off the top of my head remember all of the dumb shit that it is that they've gotten these kids to do, but I do know one thing. If we can get us, adults, to do one thing, we can change the narrative of all of these stories, and it could start with one idea, and all we have to do is find the right idea and support that idea. This guy has a great one, and I support this shit. What's going on, y'all? So, yeah, I'm sitting in the mall right now, and you can see I'm in the mall, but yo, the thought came to my head a couple of days ago, like, yo, we can collapse the economy if we wanted to. Completely collapse. Everything that it is that they depend on in this economy comes from black culture. Black culture is so prevalent right now that listen to any country song just about. There's rap music in it now. Rap music was created by black people. You know, we can we control the consumer market in this country. You know what I'm saying? We've been dealing with the same problems for over almost 200 years. You know what I'm saying? And the default of us not having infrastructure built is that, you know, we control the consumer economy. We can collapse any company that we want to collapse. So, you know what I'm saying? So I've been thinking, like, what company do y'all want to collapse? Like, Yeah, let's start that out. What company deserves to be knocked the fuck out?
by the foundation. Real shit. I ain't talking about no no physical anything. I'm talking about the withdrawal of dollars. Which company has done the most in- infliction of pain that we can that we could that we could hit first to make a statement? Let's go ahead and put our heads together on that instead of putting our heads together to hurt each other. Let's come up with a list of companies that we want to, you know, flex our power on and, you know, come up with a list of demands until we get what we want. So um, I'm working on something right now that I'm going to put out in a couple of days. But, yo, what companies do y'all think that we should collapse first? Like, what companies do y'all want to, you know, hold our money from? Because we can do it. We can collapse anything in this country. We can make or break any company. All right, now, uh, let me see if I can get this guy's name because uh, I definitely support what he's doing. The uh, the Free Energy Society, uh, uh, IG. Uh, the TikTok is uh, the Free Energy Society. The IG is the Free Energy Society, Inc. Uh, the Free Energy Society. Check it out, man. Check it out. I do think that things can change. We just have to want to change them. That is the crazy part about life. Everybody knows that you could change your life when you want to change your life because eventually no matter what it is that you're doing you're going to eventually understand that you can't do that shit forever and most of the time you know by the time we we figure that out it's it's too damn late so i'm giving you a heads up but i'm also reminding you of one thing be careful of the companies that you support he did bring up you know hitting companies for money I found this shit right here that line kinda up to it, but I'm not sure if it has anything to do with what he's talking about, but it is a company that's been fucking shit up. Listen. Hold on. What happened, lady? This is in regards to my other video where I'm talking about the Nestle crimes. I was not expecting that video to get as many views as it did, so thank She's talking about a video that she put up uh, about Nestle crimes. I'm interested. What did Nestle do? Thank you, guys. If you followed me. My- Besides that terrible hot chocolate. Uh, I know some people were mad at me for saying that. Ugh. My name's Angelie, and I talk about this real world, like, conspiracy shit all the time. There is not possibly enough time in one video for TikTok to talk about all of the shit that Nestle has done. So most of us know this already, but Nestle owns a shit ton of water. Nestle owns over 50 brands of bottled water. They own Deer Park, they own Ice Mountain, they own Nestle Pure Life, obviously. They own Pellegrino, they own Poland Spring, they own Aquapana, and there's a bunch more. So I will just start by saying the CEO of Nestle at one point had said that he thinks that water is a privilege, not a human right. What the fuck? is going on with this guy see this is why some of the conspiracies resonate so well this is some shit that a lizard person would say i'm sorry lady he said that he believes that water should have a market value just like food and everything else so one minor thing that's fucked up about their bottled water is that they put sugar and salt in their nestle pure life water and that is solely to make you more thirsty and keep drinking it why the fuck else would they put sugar in the water? But the real shit is, Nestle literally wants to own most of the world's water, and they already do. Nestle bought bottling rights to most of the natural water sources in the world so that they can have control over who gets to use it. Because if people, if communities had access to their own clean water, why would they need to buy bottled water? 
that's what Nestle's thinking because they're fucked up. So yeah, Nestle bought up one of the um, three human fucking resources that literally occur naturally on the earth. They just bought it all and they're just selling it. And the other fucked up part is Nestle could have literally fixed the Flint water crisis. The Flint water. Whoa! Ho, 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 ho. That is a very big claim, Miss Lady. Our crisis was basically when the residents of Flint, Michigan didn't have clean water. They were all getting sick because the water was super dirty and contaminated. So while all of the residents of Flint, Michigan were fucking dying and getting sick from their water being dirty, um, Nestle found a cute little clean water source right next to Flint, Michigan. And instead of using their powers to actually do something good, they bought the bottling rights to that clean water source and then started selling it to the residents of Flint, Michigan. Okay, so the Flint, Michigan water crisis is the crisis where the water was coming out looking like mud. Looking like, like very wet mud. Uh, I can't describe it any better for you. It's flowing mud. Uh, she is alleging that this company bought rights to water next to that and then sold those people the water. Humanity. So while the residents of Flint were paying $200 a month for their water bill to bathe in dirty water that they couldn't even drink, Nestle was still getting their fucking money. Wow. I mean, I don't know what to do with, with Nestle. I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm, at this point in my life, I think all of these companies have uh, 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 nothing but money at their at their interest i mean just just money that's it i'm i'm we here for money and then mo money and then mo money even certain parts of the government just mo money mo money mo money mo money it, it, i mean entertainers mo money mo money mo how much money is enough is the question how much money do you need it used to be get your education it used to be get a good job it used to be buy you a nice house it used to be Find you a nice wife. Now it's just get the fucking money. And in order to get the fucking money, guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to work your fucking life away. You're going to look up. You're going to be fucking 72 years old trying to still chase the bag. When in all actuality, I believe the only thing that it is that you can take with you when you leave this place is the essence of your memories. So please, instead of trying to chase a bag, try to find good people to spend time with. I mean, shit, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, sometimes what's good to me might be bad to you. Everybody thinks that they have the best top five, the best top 10, the best 100 in rap. Well, I have some terrible news to admit to you that, uh, you know, uh, Billboard has, Billboard and Vibe are counting down the best MCs ever. And they have determined that um, Jay-Z is number one. Yes, Jay-Z is number one. Number two is Kendrick, three, Nas, four, Pac, five, M, six, Notorious. Seven, Lil Wayne, eight, Drake, nine, Snoop, ten, Nicki Minaj. So that's number one, Jay-Z. 
Number two, Kendrick. Number three, Nas. Number four, Tupac. Number five, Eminem. Number six, The Notorious B.I.G. Number seven, Lil Wayne. Eight, Drake. Nine, Snoop. Ten, Nicki. Now, I don't know exactly how they came up with all of this shit. My theory, and it's it's from an idiot. My grandson always tells me, so you should probably know that. My, my theory is that I'm not positive. I'm not sure that I know it, but I'm, I'm sure that I know it. Uh, uh, there is some sort of payment going on and then a bit of, of, uh, of, of recognition and homage being handed down here. And, and I don't know how much money these people... Uh, the Billboard and Vibe have accepted from any of these recording artists, but if any, it should be notable. That's just all I'm saying. If they have received any money in any type of form or fashion or gear or anything, it should be noted because those things do influence the way that you sway your vote or the way that the di- the the way that the, the direction of the conversation could go if you got flown to Paris uh when niggas was in Paris i'm just saying it it just changes things you know it it, it changes things if you would have got exclusive access to some of these people during video shoots and shit like yeah you might think that they're number one but if we're looking at the body of work and how much content and material and number ones and all that other shit i'm not sure i know jay-z has pumped out damn near uh uh i think he was on he was on one of those late late shows a long time ago and somebody handed him some shit that looked like my great grandmother's king james bible it was just full of all of his lyrics on paper so he has contributed a lot of content but so has Lil Wayne a lot I would love to see how many fucking books it is that he has contributed but does it count if someone else is writing your raps is that incorporated into these decisions like there are so many things that need to be answered before you can give me your top 10 and then there has to be a variation of uh, subtracted all of those things that I just now said like ghostwriters and all that other shit timeline and accessibility through customers all of those things have to be uh, acknowledged when we're talking about the exposure that some of these artists have gotten Tupac is remembered for something that he was not most people when they when they say when, when I say Tupac they think dear mama and pour out a little liquor that's it and oh yeah and hit him up hit him up him talking about Biggie's wife. That's it. They don't remember none of the revolutionary shit that it was that he was talking about. So even when people mention the uh, B.I.G., they don't understand how much New York niggas really love B.I.G. And not only did New York niggas love B.I.G., so did Cali niggas. So, like, depending on the timeline, depending on the rapper, and depending on the circumstances, I need to know how they how they came up with this list. But like I said, well, he said it. I didn't. Even, I didn't even get a damn chance to. I don't know. Uh oh, we starting back up again. So I know what that means. I know exactly what the time is. The time is is getting closer. You motherfuckers. If you survive this long, I can't do anything but be grateful and be thankful and and, and just let you know I got I got thousands of things that 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 I want to fucking talk about just just in general but but I have 
to go ahead and hand this off to the great, the great. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to end with two comedians. One is with us and one is not. The first is from the great TK. T to the motherfucking K. TK is probably one of the best stand-ups I've seen in person. I've seen him twice uh, here in Sacramento before they shut down the place where... uh, he used to slide through when he would when he when he would hit Sacramento. But yeah, listen to what TK has to say real quick. This shit crazy. There's so many variables, and I think I said on the show before, dating is like a Rubik's cube. Yeah, you gotta hope all the colors fit mm. because everything is different. Is that why you're still single? I'm single because I find most women to be petty. Mm. And I can't deal with it, yo. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably one of those traits that'll be hard to. <laughs> yeah, I, I, listen to me. I cannot deal with pettiness. It's that serious to mm-hmm. me. Because I told you, I'm happy. I love life. Yeah, you're so, not gonna fuck up my yeah, day. Right. If, if I'm gonna introduce you into my life, you gotta add to it. And if you gotta add to if it. If you're removing me from any piece of happiness, right. it ain't worth it. I, I th- See, so that right there to me is so significant because I have an extension of thought on that statement right there. Like he says, most women are petty. And this is not a slide towards just women because some niggas is petty too. But I do want to incorporate the pettiness and then that pettiness without any type of man around to raise a young man. Does that pettiness, does it kind of, doesn't it slide off onto that kid? You know, wouldn't it have slid off Especially if you got just just you and your petty ass mama, like what does that make a petty ass child? I think that's the question. If you got a petty ass motherfucker, you wouldn't know that your mom was petty because that's your mom, right? So so you wouldn't know that, but your dad would know. But he probably wouldn't tell you that because that would be fucked up. I, I don't know. When he made that statement, I completely agree. Because I don't like petty women. I don't like petty people. I'm I, Shit, life ain't nothing but a little bit of time on this motherfucker. And like T to the motherfucking K said, I be trying to enjoy every good goddamn minute of that shit. Now, he didn't say that. I did. Now, it's hard to transition into anything after you say damn and 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 god it just is but this next comedian is not with us and she i don't know sometimes because comedians in order to be a very successful comedian from what i understand you have to sprinkle the truth in with a little bit of humor that's where the real essence of making a classic joke usually lies but when it comes to joan rivers her wounds cut deep and it it seems very very personal now this right here is some crazy shit that she says listen to this you think that the country will see the first the united states will see the first gay president or the first woman president whoa 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 i'm going to have to talk to somebody about a conspiracy now this okay Okay, now this doesn't say that she said that. I did not know that this was going to happen. Continue. Let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a tramp. Whoa. Spicy. That's fucked up. Sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. Oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, 
Now she they've got they've got uh 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 Michelle Obama, she's on Saturday Night Live and she's with Will Ferrell and the other guy who's on uh what's that shit? Jimmy Kimmel? It's not Jimmy Kimmel. What's the other motherfucker's name with the big ass nose? Yeah, one of the motherfuckers okay, Will Ferrell and the other white guy and Michelle. No, no, they're doing the skit, right? And uh, what they're doing is sizing her up. And it looks like when she sits down, she's almost the same exact height as Will Ferrell. How tall is Will Ferrell? He's a, a man, thank God, Will Ferrell. Never mind. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this is something else. Then they're they okay. Now they're examining they're they're examining the size of their hands. And yeah, she's got some paws. She'll punch the shit out of your ass. I don't know. I've met women with big hands. I mean, I think I have. Have you ever met a woman with extremely large, masculine, strong, uh, uh, a wrench gripping hands? That's just the question. If you listen to the podcast, send me some videos. I know there was a Jerry Seinfeld episode uh, with, 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 with the woman who had some very, very fucking big hands. But, damn, Joan, that was cold blood. I, got to, I can't leave women like that. I mean, especially Miss Obama. I mean, I, I just, I can't. I can't. So I'm going to go ahead and let this guy, please pull me out of this hole. I mean, shit. Again, this is why we teach the Nation of Islam. But I'm going to say this, man. The penalty is death for messing with our women. Okay, this, this is just plain and simple. Whether if you're black or white and you're doing it to our sisters, that's the penalty. That's how we're taught. That's how we were originally before we were manipulated and made into niggas. That's how it was. You I can't go and mess around with that. no nation of people and mess around with a woman and something going to happen to you. Try to go kidnap a Chinese woman from a Chinese man's house and see if the Chinese don't show up to your house. Go try to kidnap a Russian woman from a Russian man's house and see what happened to mm. you. That, they're going to get at you. And they ain't not going to wait on the white man's law. Right. His court, call the police. What well, that ain't going to happen. They're going to show up right there, mm. find out where you are. Mm. Where's my sister? Where's my daughter? What you doing? Right. But with us, what happens? Not only do we not stand up, but we participate. It's a, very, it's a very despicable condition that we've been broken into. Did you see that footage of the guy on the, on the New York City subway? Yes. Mm-hmm. Light-skinned dude tried to kidnap the girl, and he was wearing an all-red uh, jumpsuit. But he later on came out and said, I was trying to protect her. She said that the guy sleeping next to her was a pimp. Yeah, I don't and, know, I don't know if I believe friend, him or I, I don't I, believe him. I don't, I don't know. I'll just say this. I don't know all the facts about that. Yeah. However, the circumstances you saw in the video happens all the time. Right. That's the fact. The way he tried the to way grab he her. grabbed her and just right. walking down the street happens all the time. But do you believe in street justice? Because you see the brothers did beat him up, and I kind of felt better. Am I wrong for feeling better to see him get beat up? I believe in God's law. Right. I believe in God's law. What is God's law? What is okay. Moses came, right? We can all, we're supposed to agree on this. Okay. An eye for an eye. Yeah. Tooth for a tooth. Life for a life. Now, some people are like, oh, you a Muslim. You're supposed to use. See, that's the, that's the sickness about religious dogma. And the misunderstanding. We black men. Right. You're not going to touch my daughter, bro. Right. Right. Islam right. permits me to do what I'm going to do. So does Christianity. Mm-hmm. None of the prophets were punks. Don't ever get it twisted. You right. are not going to do nothing to my daughter and not get a response from me. Right. No nation of people allows their women to be mistreated, manipulated, raped, drugged, and killed. And they not do something about it except for us. Except we have to get back us. 
who we are. We have to get back to our respect and our respectful place as black men on the planet, not just in America. People need to see us and know, you know what, we ain't gonna mess with a woman. But we have to demonstrate it by showing the example of that. If you call her a bitch and then you turn around and somebody does her and treats her like one, you can't get mad at them. Because you created the circumstance. And this is for all of us. We gotta be sober. I'm 29, bro. I'm not about to allow this to continue. Because I wanna have children one day. And I'll be damned if some dude calls my daughter that and not get checked. But But then again, if I'm out they're doing it. I can't say nothing to him. Right. See, that's the thing. Is I think that that guy, he he, uh, uh, Rizza Islam. Matter of fact, you, you, some of y'all already know who that is. If you listen to to, to the podcast uh, uh, in the first part, once I started using audio from other sources, um, he's been on here a couple of times, and he's very well known internationally. Known. He. It looks like he was talking to Nori, and Nori was on Dream Champs. I don't know what the fuck was going on right there, but what he said is completely true. We have normalized how it is that people look at our women uh, 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 undressed as as hoes, as bitches. But in their culture, they would fucking lose their shit if we talk shit about their culture the way that we talk about our own women. If we don't change the narrative, it only gets worse and i respect all women no matter what you look like you could be built like a brick or built like a stick i still love you lady i really really do but hey i'm just a fucking idiot screaming into a mic and somebody else is okay yeah yeah okay all right i'm just an idiot screaming into a mic in somebody else's motherfucking garage so i don't know what to tell you man i don't i really hope that everybody has a great Morning, a great evening, a, a, a great night. Uh, be safe, whatever it is that you choose to do with your time. Um, I got to get you to pull your phones out right now. I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, can I get you to pull your phones out right now? Can I get that liking? Can I get that rate? Can I get that subscription? Hit the notification bell so you can get notified when these podcasts drop. Sometimes twice a day, but you will get one at least once a day from the peace. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. As long as you don't hurt nobody, you good with me, man. You good with me. Every single one of these podcasts are shot, shot, bow, are recorded in one sitting. Uh, no edits, no takes, all genuine reactions, all put together by my idiot ass justice. Uh, once again, Every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I need you guys to share the podcast. It's not that hard. Hit the box button with the arrow going out. Share the shit on your messages. Share the shit on your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever do whatever let's try to get this grassroots movement going i'm not asking for money i'm not i'm broke just like you okay are you broke just like me motherfucker we broke together all right support your boy by sharing the pod that's all i'm saying once again i gotta thank you for listening to another episode of the justice and the peace podcast peace